announcements we're going to make real quick before we kick off this service. And that is December events, a few of the events that are going on. The third, Reverend Tim and Adina Pinnago will be preaching and singing the AM service. And then that PM service will be the church Christmas party. The sign-up sheet for that is in the foyer. Wednesday is the last day, so make sure to get signed up for that. Then on the 10th, Reverend John, Jonathan, and Melissa Hudson will be ministering in both services, so you are definitely not going to want to miss that. And then finally, ladies, uh, on the 11th is Ladies United Fellowship in the Family Life Center. And Sister Cynthia Brown will be speaking at that, so women, make sure to mark that down. Then the 14th is Mommy and Me Cookie Play Date. Bring your favorite cookie and uh, drink and fellowship. Ladies and kids, it's going to be a great time. The sign-up sheet for that is also in the foyer. And then finally, the 17th is Christmas Sunday. And then that evening service is going to be Youth Sunday. So that's going to be a powerful and anointed Christmas Sunday. Cannot wait for that. So at this time, if you would, please stand. You know, I, I can't tell a lie, especially being up here, but I felt a little bit of a restriction and a little bit of hesitation in my spirit when thinking of service being denied. You know, we had a busy weekend, a lot of family, a lot of going on, and I just felt a little bit of a drawback. And I've come to claim victory over that spirit of a drawback, and I've come to claim victory over that spirit over that enemy that would dare try and tell me that rest is going to be better than being in the house of God with my brothers and my sisters and my mentors and my elders. I've come to claim a bold prominence of victory over that spirit and say, devil, get behind me because I don't care what problems I've got going on. I don't care how tired I am. I don't care where this mortal body's at because my victory and my identity is here in you, Jesus. Jesus, with my brothers and my sisters and I claim victory in the name of Jesus let's worship our creator amen I was lost in shame could not get past my blame until you called my name I'm so glad he changed me
a few prayer requests we're going to take before the Lord. Sister Vernie Smith, Mildred Maxwell, Ellen Richardson, Joey Renfro, Brittany Wise and family. They lost a loved one. Sylvester family. And Cindy Cunningham. And then also Ricky uh, Brown. Friend's neighbor, he, uh, he passed away for, uh, for church. And so just pray for their family. And, oh, man. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Other, I mean, you hear this. I, I sound like a mess. I won't lie. I, I sounded a, a little bit atrocious in that last song. I won't lie. I'm, a, I'm ready to be over with this mess. But if it's one thing that God has worked with me on over 2023... It's that your entire circumstance does not dictate what your actions are. You see, this, there's this working theory I'm working on, and I, I ran it by Brother Caleb Adams this past weekend. And it says, nothing new, but everything changed. And you see, for me, I'll just give the testimony of it. And there's nothing new in my life from January. I have the same job. I make the same amount of money. No social relationship status has stayed equally the same nothing has changed regarding my life except for one thing and it changes everything and that's my perspective and my rock solid identity in Jesus Christ you see and so now because of that perspective change nothing has to change for me because that identity is rock solid now, Pastor, it, my money doesn't have to increase. You see, because that identity is so firm in the foundation and the rock of ages, in the God of all gods, there's none that even can touch Him, none that are even comparable to Him. I don't have to have a girl in my life. I don't have to have a certain position in the church. I don't have to do anything. My life can be going horrible because my identity is set in stone. My king is still the same king. Oh, God, man. And the same God that did all those miracles in the Bible is the same God that I still serve today. So, Dad, gummit, man. God is going to get my praise no matter what is going on in my life. And I believe that these needs here today are just a small stepping stone along the path. And God's going to have His will. So if you have any need here today, I ask you and I urge you to step out in faith and come forward. And our ministers will anoint you with oil and pray with you and for you. God... Oh, Lord, yada, 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 Lord, you understand that this world is ever moving and always changing. And all the debacles and all the trials and tribulations that we face, Lord. But, Lord, we understand the firm foundation that we build our house upon is you, Lord. And that is not changing anytime soon, nor will it ever. And so, God, we ask that your will would be done in our lives, in this church, and in this community, and in this nation. Oh, Lord, in your great name, Jesus, amen.
all that seek to steal the rage in me
may be seated as the ushers come. We're going to take our tithes and our offering. Father, thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your availability and your ability. I pray that you move on this service. You bless what's given and you bless the giver and anoint us to receive a word from you today and anoint pastor as he presents your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We call you way miracle work. Promise keep light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. That is who you are. Way maker, miracle work. Promise keep light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are.
more time, everybody. We make a miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you as you're seated. The Bible makes it very clear. God knows our frame that we are but dust. Because of that normality of living in a body a mindset that is so subject to fears, doubts, inhibitions, worries, a sense of failure. We have watched so many people that have had choices and chances that neglected to touch the hem of his garment to obtain the virtue and to be born again of the water and the spirit and then learn how to utilize and make the most of them we're living in that generation that the call of the world that God said evil men shall wax worse and worse. How many times have we opened the newspaper or found from a neighbor, a friend, that we found out that somebody that seemed to be all okay and suddenly we find out that they are not what we thought they were. And so in the process of that, God said, darkness shall cover the face of the earth. But he said, I will be with you, and I am the light of the world. And he said, I stand at the door of your life, and I knock. Well, we're used to this knock. But advertisements are knocking on our door. What we call leaders, wealthy people, smart people, they're not smart if they don't serve Jesus. They're not wealthy if they don't have the strength of heaven behind them. You can only buy so many things to stash in your house, your garage, and only so many cars and homes and vacations. I have done almost all of those things. 
and none of those can do for my marriage, my child-parent relationship, my neighborhood, what the Holy Ghost and the Word of God can provide for my mental, my physical, my heart, and godliness. I am so thrilled to be able to preach a Jesus that has been watching us all day, all week, all month. He knows, the Bible said, the way I take. He was not afraid to write his thoughts in a book. He said, I know the way that I take. And my eyes roved to and fro over the face of the whole earth, looking for a place to show myself strong to people. The big deal now, he said, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man will open that door, I will come in, and I will sup with him. In other words, I will eat what he's eating that's disturbing him. And then I will give him the bread of life that will erase the fears and the history and liquidate all of the poison in our minds and our feelings. I'm telling you the Holy Ghost is in this house tonight, not just to arrest us, but to rest our spirit. He wants the fatigue erased. He wants the fear sent down the street. He wants the worry to be stomped on. He said, I will tramp over all of that and I will give you the ability to step on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy. He wasn't talking about physical serpents and scorpions. He was talking about poisonous thoughts and fears and feelings that poison our mind. There's somebody in this house tonight that you are worried and God told me to tell you, fear not, I am with you always, even to the end of the world until I call you out of this world and help you breathe your last breath. I'm going to keep knocking on your door until you open it so wide. I'm not just going to peek in. I'm coming in and I'm going to bring the wealth of my world to your world and you are going to find a satisfaction that you can trample over serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy and nothing shall be any means take you out I'm here to praise his name because he cares that much about every one of us could we stand and give him an ovation just for being here with that kind of mentality oh lamb of God if you've got a dance, it'd be a good thing. He said, praise his name in a dance. It would be a good thing. Clapping your hands. He said, clap your hands, all you people. It's not a time to wait on him. He's already told us what he likes. Praise his name in the dance. Praise him with a loud voice. Clap your hands, all you people. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, for he is great. 
and greatly to be praised in the mountains of our God, in the mountains of holiness, in the valley he maketh a way, in the trails of life. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you've got somebody close, you can give them a five. That's a good place to start. As you're seated, it's all right, keep going. We got this youth group stirred up. I tell you, we appreciate them. They are absolutely a beautiful thing. <laughs> Praise God. Matthew 11. Verse 1, going to be a little bit of a lengthy reading tonight. It came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach. I want you to notice he made an end of commanding his 12 disciples. Then he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. God never calls you that he won't go where he called you to. It is phenomenal how his plan is so exact. Verse 2, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto them, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go show John again those things which you do see or hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. What is the thing he left out? Nothing. There's nothing left out of what your life, your neighbor's life, and the people that are looking for help are needing so verse 6 says, And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. You have to go back to the book of Ecclesiastes. You don't actually have to go back, but the easiest thing is to go back to the book of Ecclesiastes where he says there is a time to everything under the sun, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to live. It goes structurally through the times of life and the times of need and the times of help. So, verse 8, what went you out to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. 
In other words, God's already got your tomorrow prepared. He's already got your tomorrow fed. You will not encounter anything tomorrow that he has not allocated for your victory. So fear not, he tells them. Be not afraid, for I am the Lord thy God, and I pitch a tent and dwell in the midst of you. Verse, uh, verse 11, Verily I say unto you, Among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom. I wish you'd just tell your neighbor, you may be least in this church. I want you to hear this now. Least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. It is evangelism time in the United Pentecostal Church of Paris, Texas. It is time for us in these evangelistic services particularly to take the sword and to take the shield and to right the wrongs of the devil trying to ruin what God has provided for us. I wish somebody would say victory. One more time, but just a little bit more vibrant. Belongs to me. I will not wait till somebody else gets the victory. I have been given the victory because he is our victory. And if you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got victory in your life. You have to surrender your will to find yourself laying in a forlorn, disappointed, discouraged element of living. God sent me to tell you this night, I am with you always. I have given you every weapon you need. I have given you the courage and the faith and the joy and the peace and the righteousness. It's all in him. And I am him that came and I'm coming back and I'm coming back for a people that have made room for me I'm here to preach to us tonight it's time for us to declare war against every adversarial feeling every adversarial thought every adversarial enemy of our community I'm telling you we're gonna believe God until he reigns righteousness in the courtroom in the streets of our city city it's evangelism time it's time to rise up and shout in the middle of a jail or a time that you're going through you were surprised you were going to have to go through it but the Paul and the apostle Peter they worship God in the prison and look what we have experienced because of them 
Uh, I feel a Holy Ghost fire in that area of town. I feel a Holy Ghost fire. I don't have to feel it, but I know it. But I'm telling you, I'm feeling it right now. There's a glory come down. And I'm going to tell you it's time for you to declare victory over those fears that have been wearing you out as a mother or as a dad, as a wife, as a husband, as a child. I'm here to tell you God's going to be here till you quit him. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. That means till you go in a grave and you come out and earth is no more. That's huge. You want to know how we ought to be worshiping him? Praise him in a dance. You ought not to have to wait till the song gets to going. Praise him because he is worthy. Praise him because he is truth. Praise him because he is love. Praise him because he is worship, uh, work, or He works the works of God in the nighttime. I am here tonight to declare it's evangelistic time in Paris, Texas. It's evangelism time in our homes. It's evangelism time in our prayer, chain, prayer time. It is evangelism. I wish somebody would say it again. Victory belongs to me. He said, I came that you. I heard somebody saying it. I came that you might Stand up and say it big and loud, Sister. Well, I was going to say Sister Kylie, but virginal, but uh, remember you're married. I have come that you might have and, and that what? More abundantly. That's what this world is needing to see every day. They are always seeing somebody that got a raise or somebody that got a new car or somebody that got remarried, well, that's not a real good evaluation, but that's what's happening. They can see that. But what they don't see much of is people that go to church that act like the rest of the whole world that goes to church. We are the church. We go to the house of God to get renewed so that the church walks out into the dark and we are the light of the world and that's got to get in our mentality and our vocation. It's got to get in our voice. I am the bride of Christ. I am the elect of God. I am the chosen of God. I have walked out of the world and I am now in Christ Jesus a new creation. I don't have to have a good song to sing to dance before the Lord because he's my savior. He's my work of God. He's my love. He's my light. He's my glory. He's my way a way out. When I am confined by my own mentality, I'm telling you it's not about going to church. It's about being the church. I am the bride. I am the work of God. I am what he is. You are the body of Christ. He's not coming for a building. That's why I've been trying to tell us, and, and don't, don't get down on yourself. 
say, I'm going to church. But it, it, if you don't recognize that you are the church, you're always going to feel a little inferiority. I don't have to be in this building to be the church. I don't have to be on my knees to be the church. I don't have to be running the aisles to be the church. I run the aisles because he likes the church to be activated. I clap my hands because he loves the church, his bride, his body on the earth. He loves to see some life in them. He loves to see joy in them. He loves to see strength in them. He loves to see peace in them. He loves to see strong, mighty thoughts in them. And that's why we have an Old Testament where he moved externally. But now he is living inside of us. And we are the temple of the living God. He's not dead. He's alive. Oh. Hallelujah. I don't know how many times I've done this, but there may be one person here that hasn't ever done it. Okay? Let's see. Brother Caleb, you, you, you can probably help him. Would you come help him? I just did this for my family today, and it's just real new. I want you to you know, yeah, so just look at each other sort of and... Now, here's what the book said. They that trust in the Lord shall be strong and do exploits. Okay? Now, we're going to pretend that he is God. And all of a sudden, you get hit. Wait, wait, where are you going? He's so far ahead of me, it's just terrible. That's awesome, brother. <laughs> he, he, he's out running the ministry. <laughs> Typically, when you get hit, you don't do what he did. <laughs> now, many of you do. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you to understand what's going on out there in the world. But now, in this, I want you to take uh, get a good grip with each hand. Put your feet close together. Now, lean back. Now, here's the scripture. Lean not to your own understanding. Because when you try to stand, you could get hit from that side, this side, and that side. And if you're not in position of trust. Now, I want you to what? you all okay? Keep tight. I thought you guys had a lot of muscle. Now, I want you to watch God now when the immediate balance took place. There was immediately a compensation from the one that got hit to the one that balances the diet or the things in life. I am trying to help, thank you. Trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. Well, I don't know why so-and-so did that. And I just can't, I, it just bear, it bothers me so bad that so-and-so acted like that. Why in the world do you let, entertain anybody that's not treating you right? 
They're not going to mess up my day when I've got the light of the world in my head, in my heart, in my hands, in my feet. I have got the light of the world. The wisdom of God is what's going to keep you from a prison house of worry, defeat, fear, and all of the other elements. You ought to be able to praise him day and night. You, he said, are going to have all kind of antagonism. You're going to have all kind of attacks come your way. But I am the Lord, and I am the anchor of your soul. I am the rhythm of your life. I am the glory of your breathing. I am the glory of wisdom and knowledge and power. I've got angels by the thousands that are able to come and assist you and to get you up lest at any time you fall into damnation. I am here to preach on this Sunday night that he's alive and the sun is going to come up tomorrow and the wind is going to blow next week and the stars are going to come out. I'm here to tell you the river of life is flowing. It's not a dead end street. It is a river. It is a glory. It is a power. It is a wonder. It is amazing. And you and I have been invited to the courtroom. Oh, I wish somebody would stand and praise him again. Don't worry, he's looking. He loves the praise of his people. What happens a lot of times, all of us want to see things when we want to see them. The blind are going to receive their sight according to timing. The poor are going to be enriched according to timing. You begin to walk with God. You begin to learn of God. And then when you have this balance between you and God, if you stumble, he said, I will be an anchor or I will be a lifter up of your head. I will be a power no matter what comes your way. Don't let fear come over you because somebody cusses you out. Somebody tries to damn you. Somebody tries to make you look pitiful. Somebody likes to make, somebody tries to make you feel powerless. I'm here to tell you when he's living inside of you and you are conscious or cognizant of the fact that in you is a well of living water. I'm not talking about stagnant, stale, historical records of miracles and power. You are a miracle sitting in this house. You are a miracle next time you talk in tongues. You're a miracle when you breathe your next breath. I'm telling you that tonight God is doing a miracle in the sin world even. Their next breath is going to be from God. Their next quality thought is going to be from God. The difference between them and us. He inhabits the praise of his people. And when we recognize and we praise him in a dance, 
dance and we praise him with a loud voice and we praise him with a clapping of the hands. We're trusting him and he's going to compensate for what the world has tried to do to you and you're going to be the lifter up of one another and he is going to be the lifter up of the one that's lifting you up. Oh, God is so great. There is so much mercy in this house tonight. We should just praise him for the mercy. God, I cannot praise you enough for mercy. I have allowed fear to drive me away from the wealth of your plan. I have allowed doubts to drive me away from some of those days that were meant to be one of the greatest days of my life. I am calling on you to forgive me and understand I am a weak vessel. But God, I want you to know you are my God. I will have no other God before me. I will not serve money. I will not serve my house. I will not serve my car. I will take advantage of them, but I will not serve them. But I will look unto Jesus and I will serve you. I will serve the word. I will serve my brothers and my sisters. We are going to have a revival that is going to shake this county. We are going to have a revival that's going to shake our homes and change our lives. I'm here to tell you, either that or we're going to get stale and stagnant. But we're not going to be lukewarm. We're either going to get hot or cold. And that is going to happen because God is going to loose Satan and the powers of hell are going to ravage the earth and I don't want to be guilty of not keeping alive a river, a glory, a power, and a structure that will make us powerful against the adversary. Oh, I wish about six or eight of you men would get up and just dance your way around about a, a four or five of these benches. Uh, I'm here to tell you it's time for the church to rally like never before. We ought to get out in these aisles uh, every service uh, and praise his name uh, and lift up his voice, uh, lift up our voice uh, in his spirit. Uh, my God, we're not gonna have just another meeting. Uh, we're gonna have a relationship we're going to be renewed we're going to be empowered we're going to walk out of here tonight knowing there's no weapon formed that can prosper against kingdom living Uh, hallelujah some of you ladies may want to join these men as they worship a little bit longer exercising yourself unto godliness is a big deal folks Oh my God, there is a revival bursting loose. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. God bless you.
I hate to stop you, but we want to move just a little bit further and then we're going to close the door on this and then we're going to have a prayer. And then and in that prayer, we are going to plead the blood of Jesus for every backslider. We are going to plead the blood of Jesus for every man that's ever preached any of God's word in this community. We are going to do what Jesus did. He said, I came to everybody. I didn't come just to this group or this group or this group. He said, I came to give you life and that more abundant. Anytime you see any of God in anybody, praise God for that. It may be just a tither over in a Baptist church or a Methodist church, but they're obeying a little bit of God. I would hate to fault some of them for obeying a little God and me obeying only a little of God. It is the right thing to pray and repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and get the Holy Ghost. But just getting the Holy Ghost don't make sure that you use it. No more than you buying a shovel and owning it and putting it in the garage. I'm here to tell you the Holy Ghost is the servant of the Holy Spirit, that uh, of the Holy God. And I'm here to tell you that that Holy Ghost is not to be denied the privilege of raising up a scripture because it's the truth that makes us free. But the Holy Ghost reaches down into the reserve of our mind and gets in our hands and we live that way. And then it gets in our voice and we talk that way. And it gets in our ear and we only hear the voice of the word we don't live according to the damnation of the world that says you're not anything you poor little Pentecostal you you got to do this and you got to do that that's the world and, and that's where God the Satan is trying to damn you for your righteousness and your lifestyle of wholesome wholesomeness and righteousness let me tell you something I'd whole lot rather be overdressed in the kingdom than underdressed and be with the Satan and the powers of hell I am here to tell you we don't do what we do just to do what we do we do it because he's looking and we want him to know I'm your bride I am your coming virtuous bride I am not loving the world I'm not acting like the world I'm not living like the world and I'm not living for the world I am in Christ Jesus a new creation you have made everything new my home my heart my head my thinking Oh, I wish somebody clap your hands to the Messiah. Again, I want to say it. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. That is revelation. The book of Revelation is the end of time. Verse 7 of 21, he that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. Watch this next verse though that is just a counterpart on the other side of the aisle. But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death I would hate to say that I love Jesus and then turn around and not love him I would hate to try to tell the world 
I'm in love with God and then turn around and love the things of the world. You say, Pastor, you preaching hard. That's right, because eternity is forever. This evangelistic service is not about trying to just do a cute little deal. That's for the world church. The world church tries to satisfy the mind of men, but God is trying to satisfy the need of man. I am here to tell you God is going to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory, and his riches and glory is righteousness, peace, and joy, and glory, and victory, and love, and kindness, and gentleness and mercy I'm here to tell you he's loaded tonight and he's come here to give you whatever you need in your mind and heart so that you when the enemy comes in and says you made a mistake and you're going to go to hell for it you look him eye to eye and you tell him I did make a mistake, but I ask him for forgiveness and his blood has covered my mistake. That's how powerful the name of Jesus is because when you bring the name of Jesus, you bring the blood because that's where the blood was. That's the life of the name of Jesus. Jesus had no real name until the perfect blood that was in that virtuous lady called Mary. God put in her a boy by the power of blood and that blood never knew what lying was or cheating was. He was tempted, the Bible said, in all points such as we, but he never caved in. He never gave up. He never will give up. He's calling some of you tonight and saying, let me tell you, I saw you the other day and you tripped, but I was right there with some angels and all you got to do is say, God, I didn't do it all right today. And I'm telling you that the reserve of God's glory, the overflowing of the river of life is going to bring about a superpower and structure that will give you the peace that passes understanding. That's why whenever you do wrong, you immediately forget for, ask for forgiveness. Seven times 70 a day. How many times is that? Seven times 70. Multiply seven times seven and add a zero to the right side. They taught me in school. 490 times a day. That's enormous. I hate to tell you that I have used up quite a bit of the 490 on some days. But I was sure glad the reserve was there. And I'm glad to be able to preach to you. It worked. I said it worked. The only thing that happens if you try to take advantage of it and are not by faith activating it, you get a callus. And that's like a corn on your toe that rubs in your shoe. And it just gets hard until you can stick a needle in it and have no feeling. That's what happens to your heel a lot of the time. 
but it can happen to your heart. That's why you want a preacher that don't give up, don't give in, and don't quit preaching hard. You don't want somebody, a doctor that says, you know, I see you got a problem here, but, you know, I just don't know what to do for you. Well, what, we, what we could do is lay you up here and start cutting you open, maybe, and looking. No, the sword of the Lord goes right directly to the need. And there's no cut on the flesh. But in the callousness of rejection, the sword cuts right through. And the callousness of rejecting God is removed. And all of a sudden, your sensitivity comes back. And all of a sudden, when he looks at you, you know he's not going to hurt you. And he's not going to call you to do something that will make you look inferior. You're going to fight a Goliath. He will do that. Your dedication is going to be so great as you move forward in this tremendous anointing God's got on your life. And you're going to fight Goliaths. And people are going to think you're going to go under. But you're not. Because greater is he that is for you than he that is against you. And he is able to do exceeding abundantly. Say it good and loud. Say it, uh, uh, that one word again about five times so your husband can wake up in the middle of the night and say it. Uh, okay. Now, probably about 3 o'clock some morning, you're going to wake up thinking, She's going to jump up and not cook you an egg. Going to the house of God ought to be the most exciting part of our week. It's where we're renewed. It's where we're absolutely affirmed in what God is doing in our life. It is one of the greatest things in the world to get everything cleared out and then to get cleared up and then to get a good bath. How many of you have ever worked a week without a bath? Don't raise your hand. Here's what the Bible says. Preaching is the washing of the water by the word. And that's why he said, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Because the grit and the grime of doubts and fears, inhibitions, weaknesses of flesh thoughts leave us somewhat down by time. As a pastor, I've had some rough mornings, some rough evenings. And I have had to do what I am preaching to you. I will not preach to you something that won't work. I promise you, I will not preach to you a Christ that can't do what he has said. I'll, there's, there's a move of the Holy Ghost here right now. I, I tell you what, why don't y'all singers come on? I think I'm just going to quit preaching right now as far as the rest of this what I've got written out there is a wave of the spirit 
And I'm encouraging whoever. You, you may need to get a, a real impactive spiritual experience tonight because tomorrow you may be facing a friend that's gone through hell last week or just yesterday or maybe today. And you're going to need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might is what the word says. Go ahead and sing. And if you feel like you'd just like to maybe make a place down here to pray, I don't have to finish preaching this sermon. I think you've got what I came to preach. This is the day of the Lord. And I am with you always, even to the end of the world. is the medium between the stagnant and the fresh. some of you would pray for your neighbor right now on either side pray for your neighbors let the passion of this powerful word of God God we refuse to just look over and wish they were godly that's it. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. Why don't we for the next two or three minutes just travail over the neighbors? In faith, God, we're not travailing because we're sad. We're travailing because we understand that rhythm. Even when I don't see it, your word, even when I 
travail because sons and daughters are born.
find somebody that we can take their hand or their shoulder and just for about two minutes pray one for another for the wisdom of God and the strength of God those two virtues the wisdom of God and the strength of God for this upcoming week you are going to find people that need you God's going to see to it that they get in your path maybe an odd way but pray for wisdom and strength to be able to help those people that come into your life Father I pray for wisdom and Hallelujah. That's it. Let's just give him some soft praise for a minute. Thank you, Jesus, for visiting my home. Thank you for my heart. Thank you for visiting our city. Thank you for visiting. Oh, God, your visit is always welcome. As they sing it, I'd like for you to meditate on what you want your tomorrow to be like. As they just sing a little soft worship, try to envision what you want your day to be like tomorrow. And pray God's will for the wisdom, the knowledge, the strength. shall be mine. Oh, there is such a wonderful current of the river of life. too many of our properties
of Christ, our brothers and sisters. Father, we pray for all of our brothers and sisters tonight before we leave this house. We are so thankful for the body of believers that assemble at this place. Strengthen them. Let the passion and the purpose of the cross and the resurrection empower them. And I pray that the wisdom of the word would govern them. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. If you can do it, let's clap our hands to him before we leave.